Hey everyone, I want to quickly tell you about 4041 Media. 4041 Media is a collection of podcasts in the southern New England area. And in addition to the great show that is Free Your Geek, you can check out 4041media.com and listen to the Psych Your Crime podcast to figure out why the crazies commit the crimes that they do. Or if movies are more your thing, check out the cast of characters at Movie Theater Time Machine. You can hear all of that at 4041media.com. That's 4041media.com. 4041media. For listeners, by listeners. On today's show, I am joined by a very dear friend and special guest and former co-host of the show who has not been on the podcast in almost a year. And he talks about Umbrella Academy Season 2, some of the cool things that are streaming on Apple TV, and then I throw a curveball into the mix because I played the beta version of the Avengers video game, and we will discuss my thoughts on that. So join us, will you, as we talk about the Umbrella Avengers on Apple TV on this episode of Free Your Geek. By the power of Grayskull, You have failed this city. Torpatite! Winter is coming. Finish him. Fatality. And welcome to the Free Your Geek podcast. I am your host, Jay Free, and let's try to get our special guest on the phone right now. Hello, hello. The Don. Welcome back to the show, Donnie. How are you, buddy? Back from hiatus. Yeah, yeah. We haven't. We. I, I actually. You. You. Uh, on the intro, I mentioned. I said this. The last show you did, we were talking about Game of Thrones, the finale of Game of Thrones, and I believe it was August twenty eighth of twenty nineteen. So it's almost been a full year since you've been on the show. Wow, I've been geeking out too. Well, that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, I kind of did uh, the intro a little bit. We got some. I got a couple things that I want to discuss with you um, that I'm keeping as like close to the vest and a surprise because I'm curious to to get your thoughts on it. Oh, um, very good. But uh, yeah, let's talk about first of all. Let's talk about what you've been up to. Uh, what have you been geeking out uh, over in the last year since the last time we heard heard from you? I know we were talking about Game of Thrones, uh, and I asked this actually the last two episodes that we did. What do you think of the finale and how the series ended? Um, yeah, it's it's so wishy washy, and the truth of it is now, like the way that I work, I'm so past Game of Thrones, like. So, so you Holy ended cow. you ended your geekdom. You're like, I'm done with it now. I, I've put it to pasture. It's done. It's buried. Let it be. I did. It's like it's like the book that you read way too many times that you just can't read anymore. I can probably recite the show like through and through because I've watched every season at least three times. Like at least, like even before like I hopped on with you guys, I was still like the type of person who watched it multiple times just so I could be the one to know everything about it. You know, but yeah. I've that book that book has closed it's going to be interesting 
uh, you know, the spinoff. That's like you'll you'll feel my passion for Game of Thrones again if the the spinoff is successful. I'm still gonna give it a shot no matter what. Right, I, I I get that, but okay. So what what's what is the new um, fandom, if you will? What's the new thing that you're all about right now? Um, I mean, with technology, obviously, I get to aggressively binge watch stuff. So I just finished the Umbrella Academy season two, which uh, one of our last shows I get to do with you. We actually we talked about this and the boys and stuff, and. Um, it was like that show was like suggested to me and it ended up being like a really big standout. I, I picture like the Umbrella Academy as like a different version of the X-Men in a different world, just as like the boys would be like the alternate Justice League. But um, dude, the show's awesome. I like, I really, really got into it and had to, it was one of the, had to go to the next episode, had to see the next episode. Um, so yeah, obviously still geeking about TV shows. I do TV shows. Nothing, um, there, there isn't anything on right now that has had a multiple year following for me. Um, Westworld season three, I got through, um, and I say I got through because nothing really has lived up to that season one to me, but, um, yeah, man. So let me, let me, we're going to, we're going to touch on a couple things right now, but I want to talk about the Umbrella Academy. So let's put a pin in that for a second. But, um, Westworld season three. So, are, now do you actually own a subscription to HBO or are you using one of the other, um, like HBO Max or anything like that? Yeah. So I tack my HBO on to my Hulu Okay. So here's the thing you wanted to talk about the Umbrella Academy being like the X Men. Uh, yes. have you checked out Doom Patrol? Um, it's been, it's the next show that's been suggested to me, but, um, it's amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump in cause I'm a hundred percent going to watch it. It's DC universe is what I've been told. Yes. Yep. And so, so yeah, just again, kind of give you, it's basically like a, there's a professor Xavier, he's a scientist and he saves the lives for lack of better term. Like I haven't seen the actual show yet. That's on my list as well, but I watched Titans, um, season yes. one and two of Titans and they actually introduce a version of the doom patrol in one of the episodes and it's the same actors that portray those in the actual doom patrol series. And if it's anything like I was introduced to them, it's absolutely like, I can't wait to watch that. Like that and swamp thing are the next two things on my list. Um, you know, but I know on HBO max, I know on HBO max, um, it's only doom patrol. I think, uh, Titans and swamp thing are on DC universe right now. But yeah. from what I'm hearing, it sounds like that's one of the news pieces. Apparently, uh, there's been massive layoffs at DC, and uh, that kind of um, makes us think or makes the general populace think that DC Universe is going to get rolled into HBO Max because it's both you know owned by AT&T. So it's like, why not roll it all up together into one instead of having two separate competing streaming services, you know, combine them and have one. Um, so... Uh, can I touch on this point? Go for it. So um, you and I know that I have always been anti-DC TV shows with human characters. I love the animated stuff. Animated stuff like trumps almost anything else out there. But as far as this, anything that's ever been on CW or Freeform, whatever they call that channel now, any yep. of the shows that are put out on that, I don't like the quality of the show, but if you pair them with an HBO 
and you get the actor quality of HBO and the series quality of HBO, can you imagine a DC universe based on series on HBO, dude? So like, we're, we're getting that. We're going to be getting ooh. that. That's they're, they're doing a Green Lantern TV show. Dude, Which is going to be awesome. on HBO Max. We we broke that news. I, I don't know if it's still in production now with COVID, obviously, but yeah, that was like way back in the day. But no, like the so to me, just just so to kind of like wet the appetite a little bit. I don't know how Doom Patrol is going to be on HBO Max, but for me, the as comparing like Titans and Swamp Thing, the closest thing I can compare it to, comparatively speaking, is um, like Daredevil and the netflix stuff, the netflix right? stuff yeah it's it's as close to it like it's very gritty it's very like violent it's very bloody and gory and it deals with a lot of like really like adult problems there's like drug use and like you know uh abuse and all kinds of other things like sexual abuse and and all kinds of things in these shows that now these heroes have to deal with and carry with them as they're fighting crime so um it's actually really, really cool. I really enjoyed Titans, um, but I want to kind of like scale back because in the intro I talked about uh, that we want to talk about the Umbrella Academy season two, which um, I'm going to let you take the reins on that because I have not seen it yet. So I want you to give the listeners just like an overview, um, if you can, as spoiler free as possible. Uh, if you want to put in spoilers for season one, I'll say that, you know, hey, spoilers for season one. But um yeah, I just, I just kind of want to get your thoughts, like overall, uh, initial, you said, like you were saying, you have to watch one episode after the other. So what were some of your, just your initial thoughts and like, give us a synopsis of season two. Um, so the first thing is deals with time travel again, except this time pulls everyone to the past. And it's great because it pulls everybody into the 60s where there are a lot of issues within the characters that are going on. Allison's a black girl dealing with racial, racial tensions in the sixties. Um, Klaus is gay dealing with homophobia in the sixties. Um, ben, you know, there, there are like issues that are touched on in the show that conveniently enough happened to, you know, over the course of 2020, so, you know, I, I like to think that, like, Hollywood spoon feeds us stuff. So we uh, are prepared for it in real life. But, um, dude, they get to go back in time. And, like, it's a great time. Like, I mean, you know, the Kennedy, the Kennedy assassination is awful, but that's what it all takes place around. And it's already been done before, obviously. Like, an, another show on Hulu, uh, James Franco's show, did the whole Kennedy assassination thing. Wait, what, what was that show right there? You kind of you kind of went out for a second on the on the cell phone. What was the other show similar to it? Uh, 11, 2365. Okay. Hulu, James Franco. If you have not seen that, not even for the show, but as a friend, if you haven't seen that, you need to watch that. Need to get on that? Yeah, that, that's, it's, it's uh, I want to say nine episodes. It's, it's it's easy to get through because it's so damn good. I, like again, I love ever since I was a kid back to the future. I love the concept of time. And on top of it, like season two of umbrella Academy touches on the butterfly effects. Guys, we can't do anything that will cause X, Y, and Z. Cause I'm not, I can't spoil anything, but you, you can tell from the preview that it takes place in the sixties. And just by, if you saw season one and you know how these characters are, you know what they'll have to deal with in those time periods and it's awesome to see their superpowers take place back then you know what i mean like how they could use those right right 
Well, that sounds that sounds pretty cool, and I absolutely like. I love the idea of the butterfly effect, especially if you have, in my opinion, if you have a set universe that you're accustomed to, like any characters, and then you see how much that's changed. Like you know, we we talk about again, like Endgame. You know what I mean? Like not to go back to Marvel, but we talk about Infinity War and Endgame. Like we're we're already well immersed in this world. We know all these characters. We know their histories, but then to see them like change that and like you know to see, for example, uh, the Hulk during the Battle of New York talk to, um, all right, what's her name now? Not the girl. Uh, the time got. Yeah, the um, uh, Doctor Strange is uh, is mentor. There, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but just like to see her back and be like. Like, oh, she already interacted with the Hulk back in the past, but we've never seen that because it's, you know, it's the it's the future for us. It's the present for us, but it was their past. She's already met him, and she knows what's been going on, you know? Or even, like, um, a t- a Tony and Howard Stark, like, meeting, but Howard not m- knowing it's Tony, and then him introducing himself as, uh, what, Tony Potts, I think it Potts. was? And then, yeah, and then it's like, last name. yeah, and then oh, is that the reason why he named his son Tony? You know what I mean? Like, it, it kind of comes full circle. Or the only other thing I can kind of liken it to, and this is for Simpsons fans out there, is I believe it's one of the Treehouse of Horror episodes where Homer fixes the toaster, the toaster breaks, and he inadvertently makes a time machine. I've seen that one. And then every time he puts a piece of toast in and goes, it, like, he goes back in time and then he changes something, like in whatever, the prehistoric era, and then he comes back in his world that he knows is totally different. And it's it's oh, it makes me laugh because he's like you know everything the, the the one I love the most is where he it's like everything seems like it's perfect the kids are well behaved his sister in laws are dead and he's very very happy he's like oh Marge can you pass me a donut and they go what's a donut the and donut he, and he flips out and he runs oh. and then he goes back to the basement to go on the time machine and then it starts raining but it's raining donuts and, yep. then, and then Marge looks out the window and goes up oh, it's raining again and it's just like so ironic and it's just I, like, so it's- dumb. There's like a rain removal service, like, and it's a dump truck full of donuts. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, yeah. so good, so good. But oh, you definitely, you definitely recommend uh, Umbrella Academy season two. Yeah, if you're into superhero, like, if anybody listening like to this ends up like you know into the superhero thing, obviously, if you listen to Free Your Geek, you like superheroes for the most part. Dude, this the show is good. It gives us such a different, like I say, it gives us like a different look on the X Men. Like, that's what, at least in my head, that's because I totally associate, like, the characters, the powers, the situations that they're in. They're very Marvel-based, even though they're not Marvel at all. Just like the same thing with the book, you know. Right. It's it's a a mirror image of something that I'm fond of. Well, which is a great thing. Again, if you have that sense of almost like a sense of familiarity with it but it's not exactly what you're you know what you know but it's it's got that like a couple of those those tropes and just some of those like beats that you would normally kind of uh adhere yourself to and, and be fond of like you said it's like you know you if you're a fan of the superhero genre you can get into it because you know there's going to be certain things it might not be the same story but it's it's the same type of world setting almost that you you know there's certain rules that apply okay certain people are going to have powers you know, and they're going to have a different set of powers and, and it's all going to come into play uh, a little bit differently than like, you know, the stories that you've already been told. But I guess my other question for you is for those listening um, that might have small children or even like uh, middle aged, you know, 10 year olds, you know, tweens, whatnot. Is this a show that's like a TV 14 or is this more a TV MA? I wouldn't I wouldn't let uh 
like this is I guess like I'd say this is for adults. Okay, so it's, it's and I don't I don't mean that in the sense like it's it's not as horrific as as the boys, but right, it's it's still adult content. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so definitely check that out. I know you and I talked a little offline. I don't know if you want to bring it up now, but uh, we also talked a little bit about Apple TV the last time I ran into you, and you said you wanted to be on the podcast to talk a little about that. You're or, right, like, and I do like so. When I heard that Apple was coming out with their own streaming service, I, I was like, oh yeah, matter of time, jumping on the bandwagon. And I thought, like, what what kind of content is Apple gonna come out with? And there's not much right now, but I'll tell you this. So first off, um, the movie Greyhound with Tom Hanks is the trailer for that movie got me to subscribe to Apple TV. I watched the movie and I. Trust me, my promo right now is not about this movie. The movie is very, very good. If you like war stuff and you like a slow movie with sparkles of super intensity, great movie. But I'm glad I saw the trailer for it because I downloaded you know, I got it, got my subscription, and then I ended up watching this show called Defending Jacob, which is a drama, which we don't really talk about too much on our show. But the truth of it is, like, if you want a damn good TV show to keep you guessing nonstop – to keep you like emotionally invested in all these characters and not really know like what you would do if you were in their situation. Like, dude, this is a show for you. Another, I want to say nine episode show that reach like hour long episodes. But I mean, uh, first off it's local for us. Um, first, uh, Chris Evans is the main actor in it plays the, uh, assistant district attorney of Newton, Massachusetts. And, um, a murder happens. A young boy from the high school gets murdered. This boy goes to high school with his son. The ADA, as normal, starts the investigation and, you know, finds someone who he feels is a suspect. And then his son gets accused of it. And let's just say everything after that gets crazy. You can imagine, because I'm, I'm not going to spoil this, that everything I said is in the trailer, but you can imagine how people would treat you how you would feel, how, you know, you wouldn't know what to do if your child was. So I would have to ask, is this like a, a is it a, a pretty much paint by numbers type thing? Or do they throw like a lot of twists and turns? You will not know what to think up until the last minute and a half. Okay. And it drops such a like, and I'm being maybe a little exaggerated. Say it's like the last five minutes, everything starts to click and it's beautiful because they had been laying the domino pieces for you since like episode one. And then when they finally hit that first domino and you see the picture that it creates, you're like, damn. That's interesting. From, from the way you're describing it, and I don't know if you've seen this, it kind of reminds me of uh, the Watchmen series that they had on HBO. I, I can talk about that series if you like. Uh, well, uh, we don't We have to necessarily get into it. But I just, yeah. I, to me, I, I felt like that that's another one that it's just like – that first like five minutes of the first the, the pilot episode had me hooked and I like I felt horrible watching it obviously but I don't want to spoil too much in case people haven't watched it but it's just a very it's if you liked the uh, the movie Watchmen um, you know what's his name now uh, Damon Lindelof uh, who's like one of my favorite crea- uh, writers creators he helped create Lost and wrote for Lost uh, which is my favorite television show of all time he he helmed the show and it's it's a I don't want to say it's a masterpiece, but it's very, very well done. 
Um, it's I'm glad. I am very happy you did not give it a masterpiece. No, I, I don't this think would have turned. This would have turned into a debate. No, nope, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go there. But no, I just think it it's. Good. I think it's. I think show. it's well done for for like the Watchmen universe. I think it took the same in the same vein and tried to keep that same tone. It's not. You know, you're not going to see Rorschach or, or uh, you know some of these other characters because it's been a long time since the. Events. No, but you get the references. Uh, right, absolutely. But I mean, it's, you, you still get set in that world, and I think it's really, really cool. And look, I can a quick comment on that. I enjoyed that movie so much that I did watch the series, and I did. I fit, like I the season because it only had one season. I finished it all the way through, and I have to say, it started off probably like the strongest, like first four episodes, and then I feel like it tapered off tapered off tapered off by the last episode i'm scratching my head like why did i watch this oh that's interesting that's an interesting take yeah we'll, we'll debate we'll debate offline about well it. no yeah we can yeah that's like for us but, uh, okay so we finished up on umbrella academy what were we, we, we were talking apple we were talking TV. apple tv you were talking about defending jacob right that's the, the name of the series there imagine your favorite episode of um law and order svu but no sexual stuff and just spread out over nine episodes of you just being like, Oh my God. Oh my God. He did it. Oh my God. No, he didn't. Oh my God, this person, like you would just, this one's so, a suspect. And then, Oh wait, yeah. no, then now that look at what their alibi is. Yeah. All kinds of crazy stuff there. That's cool. I, I can shift away from the drama quick for our type people. There is a show uh, called mystic quest on Apple TV which is about a video game company that is, they launched the largest MMORPG of all time, greatest thing, World of Warcraft-esque, and it's all the shenanigans that happen in the office. Now, I personally am a big, huge fan of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, very raunchy comedy, and Mac and Cricket, which are, those are the characters' names in Sunny, um, those are two of the main characters in this show. Um, Abed from Community is on this show. Nice. I mean, like, it is. I'm like, dude, you need to watch the show. Like, this isn't just like a promo rant. This is also for you, man. You need to watch the show because, dude, the cut, like, it makes me want, like, I've always wanted, that's like a dream job. I want to make video games and I want to be part of all this. Dude, it shows, it shows just like how fun it could be, but I'm sure it's not like that, but still, it's pretty fun. And, uh, dude, video game based and it's, it's it's our kind of stuff. Excellent. So the name of that is Mystic Quest. Mystic um, Quest. All right. And it's a show about video games. It is a show about video games. So this is a great segue if we want to leave the Apple TV streaming and the uh, the uh, Umbrella Academy. Do you have anything else you want to add before we move on to our next topic? No, no. That was very intentional of me, my friend. Okay. Do you know what the next topic is? Let's talk video games. Yeah, very good. So you you pick up on my segues. Uh, guess what I played the beta of on PS4 last I'm weekend? I'm jealous because I missed the 7th and 8th weekend, but my friend here got to play the beta of Marvel Avengers. Yeah, it's... Dude, it's gas me up about it. It's it's good. Okay, so here's, here's, here's what some of the complaints are. Some of the complaints are the graphics aren't the greatest, and again, it's the beta, so, you know, I'm not, I'm not, like, I don't think the graphics are horrible. Um... I think the voice acting, for the most part, it, it, you have to go in with the expectations that it's not going to be the Avengers that you're used to watching on the MCU. You know what I mean? It's going to be the Avengers. It's going to be part that, and it's going to be part like comic book. So, like, it's going to be like crazy comic book type stories, but it's not going to be like 
Captain America looks like Chris Evans, like we were just talking about, or or Chris Hemsworth as Thor. But I will say that every Avenger, like the first, when you start the beta, the first mission you play is there's, a, I believe it's the San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge being blown up. And you get to play as each of the main characters. So you get yeah. to play for like, you know, a good three or four minutes as the Hulk. Then you play three or four minutes as uh, Captain America. And then you get to fly around as Iron Man. And then you have uh, Thor like swinging his hammer around. And it's just, it's, there's some really, and it's all different control schematics. So I think it's kind of cool because you're going to kind of get a feel for each different character because the, the appeal of this game is going to be a, a multiplayer. So you and up to three other friends can play together. And you you can each control a different character, and you're you're playing it, you know, kind of like uh, Warzone or Call of Duty. I mean, I don't know how massive first the person. Uh, it's not going to be first person. This is a third oh. person, but um, it's actually really really cool because it's like you can basically you and your friends can essentially take a different Avenger and you know play as them throughout this thing. So the beta starts off with that, and then it focuses on after that it focuses on a character by the name of Camilla Khan who is uh, now known in the comic books as Ms. Marvel. So basically, uh, and spoiler alert in case you don't want to be spoiled on the game at all, so I'm going to give you a quick break here just so you don't get spoiled. But essentially what happens is after the events of the Golden Gate Bridge, uh, the Terrigen Mists get uh, released and they start creating Inhumans. So it's this gas that starts giving people powers. And Camilla Khan is one of these Inhumans and she's a huge Avengers fan. So basically the next part of the beta is her and Bruce Banner trying to locate Tony Stark because he's disappeared. They don't know where he is. So they're going they go to this old Avengers base and it's it's and that's where it's kind of has the um the feeling of Endgame and because it's like the events happen with the Golden Gate Bridge and now it's 5 years later I believe it is. And then it's like now she's now she's an inhuman. She's you know she was a small kid. She was like you know a, a ten year old kid. Now she's like fifteen, sixteen, and she's like a super fan. And you know so basically you end up playing the next mission as her and the Hulk going back and forth. And then you eventually unlock Iron Man and Black Widow. And then you can form that team. You can pick one of those four Avengers to carry on the next couple of missions and continue to unlock characters and, and maneuver. So it's not necessarily told in a linear story. I hope not anyway, because yeah. I, I felt like a lot of it was missing. Like, I'm like, this isn't the first three chapters, you know, it feels like it's like chapter one, then chapter like three and then chapter like seven, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't, it doesn't yeah, follow a cool. story, but it just gives you different levels so you can get a feel for playing. And I'll say this, I feel like each character has their own special abilities. Um, you can unlock skins, different costumes, and you have your own individual gear for each hero. So it's kind of like, you know, you can rank up and as you get better gear, you become more powerful or you, you can do like a power tree. So you can unlock different powers as you go along um, or different like combos and stuff like that. So that's kind of cool. And everybody's unique. Uh, to me, I felt like Thor and the Hulk were my two favorites to play. Um, at least in the beginning, uh, Hulk is pretty consistent throughout, so I might just have a soft spot just because you pretty much play as Hulk for the entire. So what I've played so far, but then like Camilla Khan isn't bad because she. So I don't know if you're familiar with her as Miss Marvel. Think she's uh, like she's, she's like, like Ms. Reed Richards. She's Mr. And... Fantastic. She can stretch. She's elasticity. Yeah. So she's kind of cool though. But then the one I actually kind of really like too uh, was Black Widow, and some of the comments I've been reading online aren't as like uh, kind to her, but like. 
to me it felt like you know if you play like um like batman no like batman like arkham knight or or you know arkham city or you know tomb raider or or like an assassin's creed like she's very stealthy she's you know she has her guns but she does a lot of like martial arts and all this other stuff all everybody else kind of relies you know hulk just punches stuff thor's you know using lightning in his hammer and captain america's just more brute force with his shield right and i think see I'm, i'm curious to know what you when you play as captain america when you play the beta what you think of that but Oh, I hope it's good because I'm I, getting it no matter what. I, I I like it. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm, you know, and and we we kind of talk about it on the show. We we're a big, we're not very negative type people on the show. Like, but like I'll say if things are bad, you know what I mean, or, or that I don't enjoy, you know. And like I said, a lot of it's just kind of getting used to it. If you're if you're, you know, if they pick voice actors, you're like, I don't think that's what Captain America should sound like. Well, that's that's on. You know what I mean? That's your yeah, it's opinion. personal preference, right? Like, watch some of the, hey, what they should do is watch some of the animated stuff first, so they get that notion that it can be Chris Evans talking to them out of their head, right? You know? Well, and, and but that's see, that's that's a great point you bring up because to kind of not to switch gears because I want to talk more about the Avengers game, but um. It's like you say that when I read comic books and like I'm reading Batman and the Joker's speaking, it's Mark Hamill's voice that I hear in my head. You know what yeah. I mean? I can I can see any other animated movie where Mark Hamill is not playing the Joker and they have a different actor and that's fine and I, I don't hate it. But then when I go back anytime else because it's so ingrained in my brain because that's my ideal voice in my head, that's what I'm using. So I think... People are going to have that preference, you know, especially like I think Thor sounds a lot different than, you know, Chris Hemsworth. And I think that's going to probably be the most jarring for people. But again, it's like if, if the biggest complaint you have is like, you know, you don't feel like the graphics are up to snuff for what it is or, you know, um, the voice acting isn't great. Uh, then, you know, I mean, that, that's if that's all you get to complain about and the gameplay is still like super fun then to me it's still a win. You know what I mean? If you're having a fun time playing it, regardless, Dude, like that's... I, I will, honestly, I will hook up an Xbox 360 right now, play Marvel Ultimate Alliance for hours, and the graphics on that are piss poor. So I'm excited for this so, game because everything that you described it, like the moves and new stuff for your suits and everything, like... So I'm going to ask you this real quick, though. Um, did you already pre-order it, or are you going I, to? No, I was going to, okay. why? If you do, what system are you going to get it on? PS4. Okay, you know why? I don't know if you heard the three, news. Three-day early access? Well, no. The, the, they have a uh, console uh, special character only for PS4. Spider-Man? Correct. Because, you know, so- <laughs> Sony Sony owns, you know, I, I don't know how it works out, but Sony still owns the rights to the Spider-Man movie franchise, so I don't know if that translates to the video game world as well or if they can cut deals with certain video games. But because this is a Marvel title... And it's not like a, you know, Activision or whoever else used to put out Spider-Man games. I think, like, if it's Marvel's the publishing, I don't know how the, the rights work on that. But, yeah, Spider-Man is going to be PS4 only. And they're going to they're saying that they're going to continue to make new characters. And they, they see this from what the interviews I was reading. They're saying this game is going to be around for, you know, a couple of years. So they're going to keep adding to it. And you're going to get newer heroes and so you'll be able to play with your friends like, you know, so maybe like, you know, we'll talk a year from now. So we'll be playing this and you'll be like, I'll play Captain America. And then another buddy will choose Thor and somebody else will choose Black Widow. And then I'll be like, uh, OK, well, I'm choosing Iron Fist or I'm choosing Moon Knight. 
You know what I mean? Because they're Avengers too, and I'm gonna like hell yeah, dude. Like, it'll Black be so Panther. cool. Yeah, dude, the kinetic energy that'd be sick. Well, and that's the thing too. I think you know, again, depending on how they're designing. I know they said Hawkeye and and Spider Man will probably be the first two. So I think that'll be cool because Hawkeye is more of a ranged type of fighter. Dude, give us Falcon. Yeah, hell yeah. That'd be a good character. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's gonna. I think there's gonna be. I think there's some legs to the game if they do it right. And and that's what I, if I'm understanding it correctly, they're not doing like micro transactions, where they're like, oh, buy this gear. I mean, that could change. Where it's like, oh, pay you know five ninety nine to get this special skin. And all this other stuff. It's you're gonna find gear like what somebody was describing it. What uh, sort of like is I don't know if you've played Destiny or Destiny Two. No. Um, but they said it's kind of like the gear system is kind of like that. You'll continually, continuously find better gear that's gonna make or, or unique gear. Oh, like the division. Yeah. So like it's like you you'll be able to get you know XP and then add new powers and stuff. But then for example, you'll find like um, for example, and this is not an accurate. Uh, example here but like for the Hulk oh gamma infused uh, belt so it makes you know your defense up higher and this type of attack 10% stronger you know what I mean like it's it's yeah. it's just it's not but it's not going to be stuff that you have to like necessarily unlock it's going to be more like chance so like everybody's going to have unique characters and collecting that gear is not going to change the look of the character it's gonna be you're gonna have skins to do that, but I think I've from what I've seen so far of the beta skins, and that's probably my biggest um, critique. And, and I don't know how much that's gonna change because we're only playing the beta. Some of the skins that I was looking at, like that you could buy for like or, or unlock for the Hulk, I was like, okay, so he's wearing gray pants or he's wearing purple pants, and that's about it. Like, okay, you know, oh, that's Mister Fix It, the gray version. That's cool. You know, but everything else, it's, like, minute. Like, you know, Iron Man's got a couple of different colors in his armor. You know, he's got, like, six or seven different skins. But, again, this could all just also just be the beta. So who knows what's going to happen, you know, once the game gets released. And it could be, you know, another 10, 15 that are more, you know, maybe they're going to do, like, movie skins. And then, yeah, it might not be the voice actors, but it'll be the likeness from the movies. So then people can stop, you know, complaining about them not looking like the MCU. Or maybe they'll do, like, comic book versions, you know, rather than their own take on it i don't know there's there, i think there's uh a very like sky's the limit feel with this game so i'm curious yeah. to uh, i'm so I'm, I'm hoping uh you can play the beta this weekend because i think it's this week this sunday and next sunday so that'll be I thought it was, okay I, I thought i lost my chance i thought it was, no i think it's the uh, 17th the 17th and the 23rd and maybe the 30th too because like basically what you do is you download the beta to your system but it's only accessible i think on the on the sundays all right. Because I think what they're doing is they're testing out the server strength. Because again, that's going to be the whole thing. You're going to get you and three of your buddies to play online type of thing. I think it'd be kind of cool. I think so, man. The other cool thing is they have. Um, this is the other thing I want to tell you about. You you talked about X Men before. Yeah. Um, I forget what it's called. I think it's called Harm, like holographic something whatever. But it's instead of the danger room, it's like the Harm room, and it's where you can make like a, your team and fight like ten. Um, 10 iterations or 10 levels of villains or 10 levels of uh, opponents. So they'll be like, you know, aim, aim soldiers. And they'll be like, all, you know, the first, first wave will be like, you know, six guys and you and your team have to take them out. So again, it could be you and three of your buddies or you and like three AI people, AI characters. And then wave two will come out and it'll be 12 guys. And there'll be two guys flying with rocket launchers and then wave three, so forth, and then until you get like to these, till wave ten, and you get these all these dudes in like Hulk Hulkbuster 
like outfits and stuff like that you need to like defeat and like you know you get gear and you're, you're whatever character you're playing as levels up accordingly and stuff like that so that's pretty nasty so i think i think it'll be good i think it'll be good hell yeah uh don 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 so good to have you back on the podcast even if it's just uh, just a guest spot man just a just a guest spot it's been good we've missed you uh, obviously, uh, but it's so good to have you back. I don't know if uh, you have anything else you want to talk about, but I have a new little game that I play with people. Uh, Let's I just, see the new game. I gotta just I gotta just pull it up. So you're gonna have to uh, bear with me right now. But while we're doing so, do you have uh, anything you want to plug? Uh, I know you were doing Twitch for a while. I don't know if you're still doing that, or if uh, you wanted to do anything along those lines. Um, I do stream. I just stream on YouTube more than Twitch, to be honest with you. Um, okay, so what's you on YouTube? So what's yeah, your uh, what's your YouTube uh, channel? Do you know off the top of your head what the username is? Of course I do. Only one of me, the Don. Only one of me, the Don. Is it spelled all with uh, letters or is it alphanumeric? Uh, uh, alphanumeric. Okay. Here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we'll do. <laughs> when we end the show, you just text it to me. Um, or I'll, I'll look it up. I'll put it in the show notes. So for everybody looking, check out the show notes. It'll be there under Don's info if you want to check him out on YouTube or some of the streams uh, that he might be doing. But here's what, here's a game that I like to play called RAQs, Racks on Racks on Racks. Have you have you heard this before? I don't know if you've been listening to the podcast. If you've been, <laughs> we talking about loot. No, nope, we're talking about R A Qs, racks on racks on racks, random ass questions. Questions. This is a this is a bit I played the last couple episodes, and basically what I did is I made a Google spreadsheet of all different like questions to ask, and I'm gonna ask. Uh, I'm gonna pick five out for you, and then we'll uh, we'll get out of here. But I um. I just figured this would be kind of fun to do because you're very verbose and you you can talk really really well and explain yourself really really well. So, dun, dun, dun. Uh, yeah. So I'm putting a lot of pressure on you right up front. Um, but let's the one I always ask to start off with is, what's your favorite condiment to put either on a hamburger, hot dog, or maybe chicken, or what 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 type of t- uh, condiment do you use the most, or what's your favorite? Let's not even say what you use the most. What's your favorite to have? It's gonna be ketchup. Because you, you said hot dog, hamburger, both of them get ketchup. Well, I just meant, I meant in general. It could be like soy sauce, barbecue sauce, no. hot sauce, you know, anything you would dip, uh, honey mustard, like anything like that. Ranch no, sauce. No, see, so I am, everybody will tell you, I am super plain. So when it comes to stuff, like, I, the only sweet and sour sauce I like is from McDonald's. Barbecue yep. sauce uh, is not really my jam. Um, ketchup goes on everything. Relish does too, not sweet relish, dill relish. Uh, I don't go for honey mustard. I'm a very plain yellow mustard person. I'm very, very traditional with my uh, with my condiments. Mayonnaise is just for tuna, really. Okay, well that's good. That's good. I appreciate the uh, the answer. See, this is what I love. You you gave a great explanation. Um, so this one's a little bit more out of the box. So. Let's just say that you're out, whether you're in a bar or whether you're just like you know. Like in a, you're in a tense situation, somebody mouths off to you, and you stand up for yourself because you're a stand-up guy. And then the guy whistles, and a couple of his buddies join in, and it looks like you're going to get into this huge, like bar fight or this like cinematic fight where you're taking on like twelve different dudes. What's the theme song that's playing while you're kicking all their butts? <laughs> oh damn! 
See, I, I oh, like this because it puts man. you on the spot. All right. It does. I, I picture like some like, X going to give it to you. You're going to give it okay, to so, you. Okay, so straight up from Deadpool. Uh, my One of my favorites, <laughs> and, and I take it, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, but when they go to all the other kids' uh, houses who are writing uh, crap on them on the internet, it's a yeah. song by Little Black Back, uh, not Little Black Backpack, uh, I forget, it's a stroke nine that says how many people want to kick some ass, but they also sing that song, Little Black Backpack. But it's yeah. like, how many people want to kick some ass? I do, I do. I do. <laughs> so it's like, I, I would just, I think that's that'd be like mine because it's like a little bit more like upbeat and silly. Um, hey, yeah. Realistically, now that I am not on, now that I get to spit something out, if I could really have one song and i was fighting five people like a badass like in a cowboy-esque scene in like a one of those like bars it would be lower the heavens by the donkeys and i would be like the cowboy version of bruce lee i'd be like i can't never mind so so you'd be you'd be like kung fu and and cowboy kung fu let's put it that way like like roadhouse there you go like i love that that's great that's great uh well, that's a good. That's a good answer. So that's what question number two. Question number three. Uh, let's do. Yeah, let's do a couple more out of the box. Um, you're in a circus. So there's a circus right now. Ringling Brothers or like the Flying Graysons. You know, Haley Circus. The Don is an act in the circus. What act are you? What is your crazy thing that you're doing in the circus? Easiest question I ever have to answer in my life, by far. So I have to say that one of my favorite wrestlers of all time is Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho's move used to be the lion tamer. So yes, I would be the guy whipping lions around. <laughs> wow. Oh wow. If if this if this wasn't a PG thirteen show, I had some raunchy comments, but lion tamer it is. Okay, I love it. I love it. That's great. Lion tamer. So now with the lion, are you gonna actually open its mouth and put your head in? Are you that crazy of a of a lion tamer? No, 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 no. I cherish my life. Okay. You don't want to, like a, a Siegfried and Roy type of thing with a tiger to happen with no, a lion. No, because yeah, we don't need that. I don't, I don't need that. Okay. Uh, so let, this one's a little bit more fun too. Um, what either a cartoon or television show, if you could insert yourself with all of your mental faculties that you have now, which television show or cartoon would you want to live in and be a character in? Side question. Do I get the abilities of said character? Uh, well, you're not necessarily taking over a character. You're going to be in that world. So if you want to have similar abilities to a character or like if, if it's like, you know, if it's like a superhero show and you want to have your own superpowers and you're like, oh, I'd want to be part of Batman, the animated series, and I want to be Batman's partner or something, that's just spitballing. But, yeah, you could certainly do that. Because if I'm just me who I am now, I don't want to be in any other world but this one. Okay. But if I could be like a Saiyan, I would be in Dragon Ball Z. There you go. Hell, I would charge up, train flying around yeah that's that's a, that's a great one too i would think i'd want to live in the simpsons just because like that show has been on for forever and they never age and that'd be like me just with yellow skin and never aging and i could be friends with the comic book guy and just go like read all his comics and he could yell at me i think i uh, mean but if you if you think about it i mean we live in family guy that's like, true we, we literally do live in family just fighting chicken so well, that's that's a great point. Yeah, we're not fighting. We're not fighting giant chickens, but it's we're we're it's close. We know a lot of people that are similar to Peter Griffin in this area for sure. You know what's so crazy though? Realistically, I just like 
my impulsiveness is like, oh my god, Dragon Ball Z, because you would want to do this and blah blah blah. Dude, I would love to like go in, dude, like Bugs Bunny cartoons, dude. Like, think of how crazy that Waskly Wabbit was, and all the stuff that you could get away with. Have you ever seen the movie Cool World, where you go A into the cartoon? Long time ago, yeah. Okay, well that's the that's where my brain just went with the whole uh, Bugs Bunny thing. But think about how like ultimately fun that would be. A Tiny Toon Adventures. Boom! Throw yourself in there. I love that. I love that. Oh, segue real quick. And Go I for it. Take long. Animaniacs is getting rebirthed, yes. dude. Yes. Awesome. Dude, first theme song that I knew every single word to. Animaniacs. So okay, so yeah, but here's the bigger question. The uh, U.S. state uh, states in their capitals, or the nations of the world by Yakko Warner. Do you know either of those? No, dude. So, so are you, you talking about the whole song? Yeah, where he's like, like doing the map. Things? You know, United dude, States, Mexico, yeah. Canada, Panama. Da, da, da. So the actor that the actor. So quick little plug. Uh, I can't remember the name of the show, but you know what? That we'll put that in the Cerebro suggest- suggestions once I find it. Um, the guy that voices Yakko Warner has his own podcast, and it's like he has. Um, like a different like voice actor come on, I think every every show, and he actually did. I think they did a live reading, and he actually did that song in one take. Like, holy cow! Yeah, dude. the dude, the dude's like insane. The dude is insane. So uh, yeah, I'll put that in the show notes. Check out the Cerebro suggestions. Um, so Don, I don't know if you're familiar with that too, but we do that at the end of the show, and I got I got another one that I'll throw in there too. But Cerebro suggestions, I put, I take the helmet. I put Cerebro on my head and I try to, uh, you know, search the minds of the, the podcast listeners and say, hey, you guys like the show and you like this type of content. You guys would also like X, Y and Z. And I put those in the Cerebro suggestions. That's pretty damn cool. So even though we're not talking about it, like per se, and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it later on. But, uh, yeah, you'll wait to hear the Cerebro suggestion in addition to what I just mentioned. Um, but moving on, I got two more questions. Um what is the grossest food that you don't even like the sight of, the smell of, the taste of? It's something you just see and you're just like, I will never eat that even if you paid me like $10,000. $10, oh, man. Um, a raw onion. Oh, you're not an onion fan, huh? Dude, onions just like ass, dude. It's just like the ruiner of a burger. It ruins a pizza. Uh. It ruins a salad. It ruins... Okay. The only good thing that onion is for is to be battered and dropped in hot, hot grease and come out as an onion ring. Okay, I, I dig that. What about, uh, I was going to say, do you like uh, sautéed onions or uh, caramelized nope. onions? Nope. Wow, so it's just it's going to be onion ring style. That's the only way, yeah, because the batter overpowers the taste of it. Okay. Don't get me wrong, like, you can sweat an onion down. An onion can be in my soup or, like, in the stock that I'm building or whatever, but, like, I don't like the texture of an onion i don't i hate the. i really do hate the taste of it well uh i love onions i would mine was going to be like oysters or something very slimy and gross that i can't stand no i can do oysters um my last question and this one's going to be a head scratcher so you're going to have to think about this for a second um so uh, in honor of uh, The Walking Dead, uh, with their, their last episode of the season supposed to be taking place in the next uh, over the next few months, sometimes in sometime in twenty twenty, I think October, um, we are talking the zombie apocalypse. So the zombie apocalypse happens. It can be a fictional character or somebody in real life. 
Um, so we're not going to have to say like children or anything like that, obviously. We're going to pretend they're all safe. But if you had your zombie survival team, three people to take with you and fight the zombie apocalypse and, and continue to like, so theoretically, like Rick and his crew, what three people, whether they be fictional or real life, would you want with you in a zombie apocalypse? Okay. Very, very, very easy. For at least two of them. I would take Bear Grylls. I mean, that's just, it's a given. Um, okay, explain who that is, because I don't know who that is. You don't know who freaking Bear Grylls is? Man vs. Wild? Oh, no, I, I don't watch that show. Okay, good to know. Do you know, know what Survivor Man is? Yeah, I know. I know now. I don't I don't watch the show religiously. I didn't know that was like oh, the guy's name. Oh, okay. Bear Grylls is like, okay. So anyway, yes, Bear Grylls. So the Man vs. Wild guy. He okay. Survived, he teaches people how to survive in very, very dangerous situations. So he could help make shelter, get you guys, yeah, okay, keep you protected that way, yep. Exactly. Second person would be fictional, and it would be Dr. House. Okay. Because we're going to need someone to come up with, like, if anyone gets sick, this dude can figure out anything. I mean, he's going to say it's lymphoma first, but then he'll move on and be like, oh, no, we just need some antibiotics. Let's just start her off with a wide range of antibiotics. Um, And then... Hmm. I realize that I just use the most human way of thinking to answer that's, those That's amazing, though, but, but you should see that. Like some like some people, when I ask this question, they'll, they'll come up with like a lot of superheroes. They'll come up with like just characters from The Walking Dead. And I'm like, and what you approached it from is you're like, okay, I need somebody that's going to, I don't have all the necessary survivor skills. So let's let's bring in this dude because i know he can help me survive hey listen if i get hurt or somebody else in my party gets hurt we're gonna need a doctor yeah like, and you know what you know who my last person is the botanist from the movie the martian matt damon plays because he can grow food anywhere i love this this is like the most logical and like i don't know just well thought out answer to dude, these I questions think, i think about this stuff on the regular you know this about me it's yeah. awesome that you gave me that question because i do i size people up in the zombie like in life i'm like oh well, if this was a zombie apocalypse they would be a, a valuable asset because they know how to repair cars and even though we can only use cars for like the first year they can get us around and this person understands medication and this person knows how to treat trauma wounds and this person knows how to grow food and clean water and uh, you gotta size people up and you got to have a skill set. You got to be able to be like, "Hey, this is what I can do. This is what I bring to the table." In the beginning of like season one, Walking Dead, or any, because I've always, even before Walking Dead, I've liked zombies. But I'll bring it to season one. I would watch Walking Dead and say, "Well, the only character that I am is Glenn. Like I can sneak in and out of places." But let me tell you something. Throughout these years, man, I've changed that. So I've made sure that I have a skill set. Like I can hook up solar panels. I can like like with the engineering stuff that I've learned, like, and I know how to clean food because of all the time I've spent working in kitchens. Like I can break down a piece of fish, a piece of meat so that everything that on it is edible, you know, like I spend time outdoors now, which is something we didn't talk about. I do. I spend time outdoors. Yeah. I you've been doing sure a lot of hiking, a lot of uh, trails. Hiking. Yeah. Getting back to nature, man, spending time outside, relying on myself to build shelter, build fire. Dude, it's, you know what I mean? I make sure to make sure, like, I make sure that when people, like, if a zombie apocalypse happens, people are saying, hey, where's Don at? I need right. Don. 
Well, so so you hit on a couple points. One, I think it's it's important, not that I want to get too philosophical here, but you never stop learning. You know what I mean? You're always trying to get better at the skills that you have and, you know, skills that you might not know because that's going to just make you a, a more well-rounded person just in and of itself. And then secondly, if something were to happen, God forbid, like, you know, the entire world loses power or electricity or, or whatever, and it's like, okay, now we don't have heat, we don't have this, or, or you know, for whatever reason, like, guess what? Don can do a couple things that'll be beneficial, and, you know, he, he proves himself as, like, a useful member of society that we'll need him, and whatever party that is surviving this, we, we need him with us. Yeah. Dude, just like any other team would look for, like, look at how people look at Daryl. I would say out of The Walking Dead, Daryl is by far the most, capable of surviving by himself i agree with that the, the second you start throwing other people in the mix man daryl wants to follow this guy what he's doing and uh he doesn't know if he wants to know Daryl's all over the place but by himself if he was like the last man on earth that dude would just be rolling he'd be good i love it well uh before we get out of here uh just real quick uh cerebro suggestions we already already mentioned the podcast which uh, i'll uh put in there with it's the uh, voice of Yakko I can't think of his name off the top of my head from Animaniacs where he interviews different voice actors and then the second thing I'll include in the Cerebro suggestions is a link to the new trailer that dropped well it's not new anymore but it's been out for the last couple weeks for the boys season two I am so amped for that so I'll include that in the show notes under the Cerebro suggestions if you haven't checked out the new trailer yet go and do that and uh, Don, thank you very much for uh, being on the show today. Thank you for, uh, like, you know, I, I, you hit me up randomly and you're like, dude, like, I have so many ideas. Like, I want to talk about Umbrella Academy on the show. I want to talk about Apple streaming. I want to talk about that. And I'm just like, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Like, and we, dude, I'm, I'm reading more now and I'm writing stuff that, like, hey, we, get, we get a whole nother spiel to go on. But we'll, we'll save that for the next bowling game because last time you get the last victory. That's right. We went bowling time. years ago, like a year ago. And I, yeah. I met I and met, then you showed up for this one, but you didn't give me my rematch. No, no. I, I have to I have to be uh, mentally like I have to be mentally and physically prepared. I was physically prepared, I was not mentally prepared. And the mental game is way more important than the physical game when you're bowling. That's my boy. So uh wow, I, you know I haven't I haven't had anybody do this in a long time. Well, I haven't had one of the OG hosts, even though you, you kinda came in the middle of the show when we and and during the what? run. And and it's a Thursday. And it's a Thursday, just like we used to record when like we used to stream live, but now we're recording it. But uh, yeah. yeah, I had I had a mutual friend of ours, Casey, do it last time, and she she tried her best. Uh, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. And then uh, Donnie, I don't know if you remember the catchphrase. Start but, uh, the weekend with your geek friend. Well, that that was the old one. But what's what's the oh, second part of that? And just, get your geek on. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so okay, rewind. Uh, you know, we'll do the like, little rewind side effect. Thank you. Uh, so I'll say, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining this episode of Free Your Geek. And Donnie, oh, such a good throwback to, to say that. Donnie, hit him with the catchphrase. Stop the weekend with your geek friends. And? Oh, I thought you were going to say it. No, get you're the one that goes, get your geek on. That's what you do. I know. Okay, take get three. Take three. All I want you to do is when I say Donnie, hit him with the catchphrase, say get your <laughs> geek on. Okay? So... Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining this episode of Free Your Geek. Don, thank you for being on. And my friend, for old time's sake, hit him with the catchphrase. Get your geek on.
you're still here. It's over. Go home. <laughs>